Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. again another tuesday another episode of chair shot radio musical chairs chair shot radio musical chairs is brought to you on the chair shot radio network part of the chairshot.com where we encourage you to always use your head the chairshot.com always use your head and that different approach to the broadcasting tag was given to you by one patrick o'dowd that's right i'm here I'm back. I still got Hall and Oates in the background. We've done musical chairs season two all season, and I have yet to do Hall and Oates, Dave. Can you believe that? I'm waiting for it patiently. I know I, I don't word. think I don't Spo- think Greg's gonna give it to you, man. Well, here's the thing is I am two weeks away from Hall uh three weeks away, I think, from Hall and Oates. No, two weeks. Two weeks away. I'm two weeks away as of this recording right now. I'm two weeks away from Hall and Oates. And I'm very excited about it because you know, this coming weekend, uh, as we record here on Saturday the twenty fourth. Next weekend is the first weekend of October as we flip over the calendar. And then the following weekend will be Hall and Oates weekend as that's Indigenous People's Day. I am considering trying to sell Mrs. O'Dowd on allowing me to do a second concert that weekend because Hall and Oates is Sunday in Uncasville, Connecticut, Mohegan Sun. Looking forward to that. The, the night before in Mansfield, Connecticut, the uh, Mansfield, Massachusetts, not Mansfield, Connecticut, Mansfield, Massachusetts at the Xfinity Center. What's left of Allison Chains? Uh, I think it's, um, and I want to say like Breaking as a, you know, playing at the Xfinity Center. Um, <laughs> some of that broke up, Pat. Can you repeat that for the people at home there? So what did you get out of that? You, you said that it was what's left of Alice in Chains. And then you started mentioning the other band and then it kind of, it kind of wobbled there. All right, Alice, it was, hold on. I'm going to look it up to make sure I get it right. Cause it's Alice in Chains, Breaking Benjamin and Bush with, Ooh. and here's the thing about Mansfield, Massachusetts and it's Xfinity center venue. It's an outdoor venue. So outdoor early October could be dicey, you know, weather is weather you know and it could be he's for an evening concert in october or it could be a nice 50 50 60 degrees and, and you know just a pleasant fall evening but that's a tempting concert to go to because they sell a ton of ga basically like they have reserved seating and even the reserved seating at that place is only like 30 bucks so 
the problem with it is getting to the venue and actually like parking at the venue. It is all open fair style. Like you roll up, you get in line, you park in the field. And if you show up early, like if you're one of the first people to get parked, you're kind of one of the last people to leave and vice versa. If you're like one of the last people to show up, you're kind of one of the first people that can get out and leave just because of the, the nature of how the parking setup is. But that's a tempting concert. I'd go. Right? Am I crazy on this? I, and that's the thing is, I I want to go. I need a I need a co- I need a I need a partner in crime. Well, like, it's only three thousand miles away, so I I could probably uh, I'll be your huckleberry. I don't know if my wife will go for it, but right. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that. We'll we'll get some flight information. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I do think next week, unless you disagree. Next week should be the season finale of Musical Chairs. No, I think that's about that's about right. We're pretty close to the numbers, you know, a number of episodes we had last year, even though we missed a few of them here and there. But um, yeah, we missed a last summer too, right? Like we canceled a few times last summer, so that's true. That, summer, summer is when you do that. Things like vacations happen, and and it's a good time. And I think that uh, yeah, I think season finale of Musical Chairs will be next week. Spoiler alert, Patrick's choice will be Hall and Oates. I'm just gonna tell you now. It's gonna be Hall and Oates. And I'm I'm also gonna go this a step further. It's gonna be like popular Hall and Oates. I'm I'm not doing a deep dive on, on Hall and Oates. I'm gonna give you two of my favorite yacht rocks and you you can all enjoy that. So that's now, now that, I gotta think about what I want to do. Tra- training camp for hockey is coming or is started at this point. Like I preseason hockey games are showing up on my DVR. So that's, that's exciting. We got to We got to get ready to go. Maybe we'll see what our good friend Kyle Morris is up to see if he can, wants to do a, a preview show like we did last year with him. Anyway, you said you had something on your mind as we were, as we were pregaming uh, and had a question you wanted to ask. So feel free to ask, man. It's- so we were talking about Albert Pujols hitting home run number 699 and 700 last night. And I'd asked you, whether he was uh, batting as the designated hitter. And you said sometimes he is, and sometimes him and Goldie split it up a little bit. So my question to you was, you know, you talked about how this was so unexpected for him to go on the run that he's had this year to get to this milestone. Do you think that the NL switching to DH this year was a bigger factor than perhaps was anticipated and kind of was a springboard to this? I don't think it hurts because Albert being 40... 43, 42, I can't, you know, (laughs) speculation about his age is is very interesting, but you know, it, it, the DH extended in the American league extended careers, because when all you have to do is hit and not play the field, like you get to like, you get to rest, your body gets to rest and relax. The other thing that I think helped Albert this season in particular is that for the majority of the season, until he got hot after the all-star break, he was basically only facing left-handed pitching and he even in his decline could still hit lefties extraordinarily well. And so Ali Marmol, the manager of the Cardinals did a lot to try and set him up for success and to be a help for the team and more than just a smile and wave at the audience player. And then after a lot, you know, he credits the Dodgers for having, for, for kind of rejuvenating him to do one more season. He also credits the all-star game and that honorary placement in home run derby as this 
just sort of energy boost love for the game and wanting to finish it out as kind of a credit to his hot finish of the season. Like the dude's batting 260 and has hit 21 home runs. If you had told me, I, I said this on Facebook, and I think on the Twitter too, if you had told me at the beginning of the season that we were going to get 260 as a batting average out of Albert Pools and 21 home runs, I would have laughed you out of the building, been like, yeah, right, he's going to just do his retirement tour, and yet here we are. Like, here we are recording on September 24th, talking about sports instead of music for a second, because he, he did something that only three other men had done, and he's the first... Uh, uh, non uh, first player not born on American soil to to do it. Uh, the other three were American, you know, were American citizens by by birth. Albert came from the Dominican Republic, and he shared. You know, a lot of people haven't really talked about this, but he doesn't hug his teammates first after he hits that home run. Uh, he goes, and I can't even remember who it was, but he goes and gives a couple of high fives to uh one of the other dominican republic players that's retired that, that was there to see him do it and the luminaries that were out by the way like dave winfield was there that was awesome to see see big dave uh standing there as well i forget how tall that dude was like that guy was a giant he's a big guy but i mean like like you're saying i mean think about this i mean aaron judge is about to tie roger maris's record and likely break it and this story is oh, yeah. at least been equally as important if not more so the last what week or two? I, I mean, and that that's a yeah, big deal last, when you look at what's it's, going on. Right. It's been really interesting to see how the media's talked about this because there's been a couple of milestones in St. Louis that have taken place. Cause the other record that got broken a week ago was Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright uh breaking the record for most starts as a battery, and that record will never be broken because of the way free agency works and the way teams offload players. The the next closest battery, I think, is Kyle Hendricks and uh, Wilson Contreras yeah. with the Cubs. Yeah. And they're at like 110. And word on the street is Wilson Contreras is gone after this season is over. So that's just the nature of baseball. You just don't have it. And so, you know, have a couple of careers that have just gone as long as they have, two of them together, to have Albert Pujols come back as a Cardinal, which I don't care who you are. Most people still see Albert Pujols as, as as a Cardinal, you know, oh, near decade with the Angels, notwithstanding, brief stint with the Dodgers, notwithstanding. He's he's a Cardinal, and the best part and, is, and Aaron Judge is going to be the next big thing. Yeah, like that's going to be great. The best part is you guys have a legit shot at winning a World Series this year, so that makes it even. I know, but look, the Dodgers well, are the Dodgers. <laughs> great in the regular season, the Braves are going to be tough, but I think the Cardinals have. You know, they got as good a shot I, as anybody. Yeah, here's the thing is I really hope that this Albert Pujols chase for 700 was the reason why the offense was so stagnant the last few days because or the last week or week so plus because they were not hitting at all. And it seemed like Albert was pressing and the rest of the team was pressing and they weren't having good at-bats. They exploded for 11 runs last night against the Dodgers. By the end of the game, position players were pitching for both teams. So great stuff. Anyway. We have now we have now gone ten minutes on this episode of Musical Chairs before getting to our to our musical acts. It's my week to go first, I do believe. Uh, Dave went first last week. I'm excited to talk about my band this week. Another 
one i talked about uh seven nations and an unknown band by most accounts Dave had dave had so much trouble finding one of the tracks i picked he asked me if he chose the right track hey i will say the recording seven nations tribute to the cure excellent listen to that while i was on while i found i found it on that website and i listened to it and it's like yeah it's really good i'm telling you it's they're they're a good band they're a really good band and are worth are, are worth a listen and so but when we come back uh I am going to share yet another band that is very personal to me, and you'll get to hear all about them after the commercial break. So let's get to it right now. You are listening to Chairshot Radio, musical chairs here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone. By the way, I'm really, I got to apologize. I know you all know my co-host, but it's still good form to introduce them to the masses. Dave, you just jumped in, but I'm, of course, joined by my partner in crime, the other OG member of Bandwagon Nerds, David Ungar. Hope everybody, by the way, enjoyed listening to episode 150 la- last night, as that all, that, that dropped on Monday. Though it's it's like we're talking about the future in the past. It's kind of fun. Uh, I hope I don't create a Google Blitz. It's It was great. I'll just say that up front. It's a wonderful episode. It's so wonderful. We don't even know what we're going to talk about yet on the episode that you've already listened to on the recording of this episode, you know, by the time you listen to the recording of this episode. So awesome. I'm sure there was like no guests. Uh, I think, uh, I think maybe it'll just be a a bandwagon of five. It'll be a little bit bigger. And uh, yeah, it was a great episode. Love doing it. I'm sure. Anyway, back to musical chairs. I shared before the break that uh, the band that I was going to go with today, uh, is one that's personal to me. So last week I shared a band that was personal in between me and my uh, Mrs. O'Dowd, uh, Seven Nations, chose one of their instrumentals to be our opening song and, and have always just loved that band forever. Today's band, the one I'm going to pick today, is one of the two bands that the little O'Dowd has fallen in love with as, as, as a child. And when when he was mu- when he was younger and, and trying to get him to go to sleep, music was something that really worked for really well for us and, and for him. And we would watch music videos on YouTube, and randomly, I was like, I bet he would love this video from 2006. And so I bring up a very famous video, probably the most famous one by this band. Okay, go, four dudes on a treadmill uh, on treadmills doing all of these different stunts in sync with each other to the song there it goes again 
And Dave, do you remember this video? Because you're kind of going, wow. And they're kind of like puzzling your head. Oh, yes. I remember this, this song, if I remember correctly, uh, There It Goes Again was like one of the big songs on Rock Band when it first came out. So, yeah, I'm very familiar with this one. What's what's really interesting is this is the this is the song that kind of burst them as a hit, like in the mainstream world. That came off their second album. Their their first album is their self titled album and had uh had a had a one had a one song that actually appeared on video games of all things. So they signed with uh signed with Capitol Records back in two thousand. The band formed in ninety eight. And their first album dropped in 2001. It dropped in, uh, or almost 2002, actually. Sorry, it got it got released in September of 2002. But their first uh, their first contract they signed with Capitol Records in 2001, and the first tune that they put out there that would uh, get some play around the world was uh, "Get Over It," and it, it it appeared on multiple video games. It appeared on Triple Play Baseball. Madden NFL 2003 and Guitar Hero 5. And so go back, give it a listen, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It it did okay in the United States. It reached um, number 107 in the Billboard 200 chart. So it did okay, solid opening. And then they recorded their second studio album, Oh No. And Oh No when it was released in August of 2005, again, their first single wasn't Here It Goes Again. It was a song called A Million Ways. And and that was kind of their first one. And then this video hits. And then suddenly everybody followed OK Go. Now, couple other reasons why like obviously my son was enamored with the with that video I was like oh that's very interesting so then we started exploring more of their music and the thing that becomes very evident about this band and specifically their lead singer uh damian Kulash, is that they love creativity within the making of their videos every video that you see and, and a couple of my friends they actually Feel like it holds the band back a little bit because they feel like the the singles kind of get overshadowed by the gimmick of the videos they post a lot of their stuff on youtube apparently during their time at capitol records they didn't do a lot of mainstream video publishing because capital wouldn't let them they eventually leave and go to an independent label so that they could have more control over how their music goes out they weren't touring uh for a lot of it again because of whatever their record deal was with capitol records but Every every video has some sort of like unique gimmick, and, and including the two songs I'm going to talk about. So, of course, everybody remembers the treadmill song. Uh, they their their biggest 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 hit uh, was actually a tune from 2014 called "I Won't Let You Down," where they're it looks like they're in like either Korea or Japan or someplace like that, and they're driving around on these really they're they're not segways, they're like little chairs that like are all like single like little tricycle trailer things and they do all it's this beautiful like synchronized routine that progressively go like pulls farther and farther away as it uses drone footage to then create images it's really really neat um but for the little o'dowd's money uh actually i'm going to do his song last i'm going to share mine first uh my favorite song by them is a song, it was a tune off of their 
Uh, oh gosh, I want to make sure I get the right album. I think it's off their album Hungry Ghosts. Uh, and Hungry Ghosts has a tune. No, it's not. It's um, sorry, it's later. It's actually not. Uh, it's actually uh, it was released in 2016, and it's called The One Moment. And The One Moment is a is a wonderful song. I love the the construction of the song. It's very very beautiful. I, I find it to be somewhat inspirational. The video itself and the gimmick, and, and I think it's totally worth a watch. Opens with this scene that takes place. Looks like a bunch of unrelated images going in like real time really really fast then they play the video back in a heightened slow motion with the song playing a track in the background and everything that happened in fast forward is in time with the song as it plays and it's just meticulous it it blows my mind every time I watch it like the timing of how stuff watches and Dave when you when you search these tunes out and I know you will and all of these are on their YouTube channel. Watch the entire videos of both because they're just it's it's amazing. And OK Go is a is a channel and a, and a a musician group that if you watch them, you're going to end up in a wormhole of just like, oh, I want to see what they did on this video. I want to see what they did on this video. And then you go back and you realize, damn, this is actually a really great song too on top of this video, uh, and, and it works. So that leads me to Connor's favorite too. Oops, I outed. Yes, Connor O'Dowd, the little O'Dowd himself. I usually don't say his name. So I what would. was what was your song again? Because I the mind. one moment. It's called the one moment. It features multiple seemingly unconnected events filmed in the span of a few seconds. The video is then slowed down to reveal each action being played in perfect synchronization with the song. It was also sponsored by Morton Salt, of all things. And, and I, found, I found that to be very, very interesting. Because they do. They get corporate sponsorship to put these videos out. So the other song that I'm going to talk about does come from Hungry Ghosts, their album from 2014. I'm going with relatively their, their more recent stuff. Uh, it's a great, it's, really, it's another really beautiful song. It's all about a breakup uh, when you listen to it. And just sort of a couple kind of going through the motions knowing that it, knowing that it's over and just not quite severing the tie but the song is called the writings on the wall and this is a video that's done in a complete single shot using a portable handheld camera that they put onto a contraption that allows it to move about and they're in this big warehouse and it's just optical illusion like all over the place and, and it's very very cleverly cleverly done where they they manipulate perspective to create images they take like real physical images uh, along with like painted images that are made to look hyper realistic and and they go through this warehouse showing off all these illusions while at the same time, you know, playing this really great song. And it, when the little O'Dowd wants to listen to an artist, it's usually one of two. It's either Imagine Dragons, which we'll cover in season three, or it's OK Go. Like those, those are the two. And OK Go, 
he he knows their albums. He knows their songs. We we listen to them on the way to work. We'll are on their way to school, and he can tell you all about it. I would take him to an OK Go concert if they ever tour again. But he's not quite ready for the language that takes place in the car. I have one of their live albums, and I was listening to them. I was like, oh, I can't I can't take him yet. But he's close. Maybe when he's twelve. But those are my two. The last reason why I love OK Go and why I will forever respect them and love them is because during a, and I'm going to see, I'm going to see during their formative years, uh, when they were still trying to kind of play, like try to get some traction as a band in 2000, Ira Glass, a radio host asked, okay, go to serve as a house band for live performances on the show, this American life. And while they were the house band for that show, Ira Glass directly asked Kulash this question. Do you see yourselves as being earnest or clever? And I'm going re- to read to you Kulash's response, and I just think you're going to nod. So Kulash struggled with the question before deciding the answer was earnest. I wanted to write a full-on rock song, one that made me feel like Queen songs made me feel. After which he wrote the tune, Get Over It. And Dave is nodding because everybody knows Patrick O'Dowd's favorite band in the whole world is... It's Queen. It's funny you mentioned that because I was going to actually say that on my <laughs> my part of this episode. But anyway. What's that? That... Oh, Queen. Well, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah. So there you have it. The writing's on the wall. And the one moment, those are the two tunes by OK Go. Little O'Dowd, this week's episode of Musical Chairs and Chair Shot Radio, dedicated to you. Love you, kid. All right. When we come back from our second Hold commercial, on, hold on. I did, I, oh, I did want one. to say about OK oh, Go that um, I haven't listened to enough of them, but like them and The Hives, Tick, Tick, Boom, were two songs yep. that kind of like appeared on Rock Band around the same time. And so... Both of those, I've discovered both those bands from 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 the, the game actually. But um, yeah, OK Go is a band that I, I every time I listen to some of their stuff, I like it. So I'm looking forward to checking these two songs out and seeing what they're all about because I'm sure they're they're excellent. They're a really fun band, very good. Uh, they, they and and again, the videos are as much a piece of the entertainment as anything. Like they did, they recorded one video where they're on one of those planes where one of those high altitude planes where they help astronauts get used to weightlessness. And they do this whole video on this plane, like sort of at varying levels where the gravity like comes and goes and they're floating around. And, and again, it's, it's visually very cool. And most of the stuff is done on low budgets. Uh, and, and the other thing I really love is they then they their YouTube channel also has a lot of how they did it videos, like how we made this particular video. Because I do believe it's Kulash who has like a degree in engineering or something. Like it's it's clear that these guys know their shit. So give them a listen. All right. Now we're gonna go to our commercial break. Before we go to our recorded commercial, I do want to remind you all that if you love musical chairs, if you love chair shot radio, if you love the chair shot radio network, the best way to support us is to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in one of the many t-shirt designs that we have available for you. We have OG chair shot logos. We have show show brands, show brand shirts like bandwagon nerds. 
Uh, we have sayings from various shows like Everyone Hates Greg. There's all kinds of ways that you can get your chair shot radio representation fixed by heading over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Shirts are only $19.99. Or if you're feeling fancy, want to spend a few dollars more, get it soft style. Get something that feels nice on your giblets. Your body will thank you. And it's it's a great way to rep a brand. We love putting out quality content every single day on your internet airwaves. And the best way for us to keep going is to have you head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in us. We really appreciate it. We love all the listens that you guys give, even if you loved the Tool episode way more than any other episode of, of musical chairs. I get it. I'll go more mainstream. This is true. I, I'll try. I, you know, we'll work on it. But anyway, when we come back, maybe Dave can bring you all back by going a little more mainstream. You are listening to Chair Shot Radio, musical chairs here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Okay, welcome back everyone. We're here for the second half of Musical Chairs on ChairShot Radio. Dave is going to regale us with his pick, I picked OK Go. Uh, and so, Dave, your turn. Tell us all about your choice this week for musical chairs. I thought you were going to say, Dave, OK, go. You know, that would have been. You know, <laughs> I wish I was clever enough and quick enough for that pun because it does. It does exist. It's there all the time. So first off, I am going to do what you've done and announce my pick for next week so that we get it out there for the season finale. I'm going to do Van Halen next week. Okay. So. That, that's a solid A, a lister. Like know. if we were to, to, to reference it, to, to bring this back to a bandwagon nerds episode, that's an A level. That's an A tier band. Well, and I thought, you know, we started, I started the season with Foo Fighters with Taylor Hawkins and we lost Eddie Van Halen a little bit earlier last year. So it's a good time to talk about, arguably one of the greatest guitarists of all time, but that's next week. So this week, you know, and what I was going to say is everybody who's listened to this show knows Patrick's favorite band is queen. My favorite band is green day and green day is one of three bands that has largely been credited with the, I guess the Renaissance of punk in the early nineties, you know, when, when dookie came out, that was one of the albums. Uh, Rancid is one of the other bands. I like Rancid. They're not one of my favorites. However, the third band that's been credited with this is one of my favorites or somebody I've mentioned earlier on a previous episode as one of these bands that for a long time, all they did was put out good records, whole records that were just good music. And that band is The Offspring. So, okay, um, there you go. Yeah, a fascinating band that, you know, I I didn't realize till kind of doing some of this stuff, looking into them, that this is a band that was formed in 1984, albeit under a different name. But they came out in 1984 and they kind of messed around for a while and then they became the offspring and they joined up with, the, I think it was Epitaph Records, which the guitars for Bad Religion started that. And I don't remember the name, you know, Bad. And it's funny, the parallels between the lead singer for Bad Religion, and I can't think of his name right now, but uh, uh, Dexter Holland, who I think is the lead singer for, let me double check and make sure I haven't butchered his name as well. Yeah, Dexter <laughs> Holland is the lead singer for Offspring. Um, you know, both really smart guys. Dexter Holland just got his PhD in molecular biology in 2017. 
that's uh nice that's pretty impressive but yeah this this is a band that you know they they came out they were on epitaph they kind of uh they're the record that came out before smash came out was ignition and that's very punk oriented but you know i remember distinctly 93 94 um, I was, I was going to law school, Oh yeah, going to law school, working as a pizza delivery driver for one of the pizza joints out here and Longview had come out and we were like, holy crap, what is this? And then on the heels of that come out and play comes out from smash yep. and my God, I mean, just absolutely blew the doors down it. And it did, I, I would say, you know what? I've watched a few videos talking about this. I, I think the offspring absolutely was hugely responsible for the renaissance of punk rock in the early 90s. And I know as they went along, you know, they got more kind of like when you look at a bit, an album like Americana and Pretty Fly for a White Guy and what that, yeah. obviously their most popular song, you know, but it, it's, and it kind of ties in, like you say, OK Go has these crazy videos and all this stuff. Offspring had some wild songs, you know, Hey, Get a Job, Original Pranks, there are some fun videos uh, the the video for pretty fly for a white guy is is pretty funny stuff and and you know they kind of drifted away from the pure punk rock sort of thing and, and started dabbling in some other things but you know smash sold 11 million records which is still one of the highest selling and this is back when physical medium was a big deal it wasn't like it is now where it's just downloadable and so they're not tracking it the same way because you're buying you know you're buying songs not whole records but 11 million records for an independent label is astonishing when you really think about put that in perspective these guys came out of nowhere and then their follow-up records ixnay on the ombre was was good americana is the one with pretty fly for a white guy and some other stuff on there um one of the songs i'm going to talk about is from conspiracy of one which i think was their sixth studio album or something and then the other ones from the follow-up splinter in 2003 but yeah they're they're an intelligent band they're you know, I, I don't think you can put them in the same category as Green Day as far as like mainstream breakthrough because like American Idiot is is going to be one of those records that is very difficult right. to draw any sort of comparison to. But when you look at the impact that they had on reinvigorating interest in punk rock, you know, from bridging the gap between Sex Pistols and the Ramones to when people started to get back into it. I don't think you can take anything away from them as far as their importance to the whole thing. You know, they're still, they're still around there. I think Dexter's the only original member. Who's the other guy? Noodles. I, I like this guy's name. Uh, I think he's the lead guitarist, but uh, yeah, I, I've always loved the offspring. And there was a period there and, and, you know, getting kind of personal. My dad, when he was still alive, he didn't dig a lot of my music, but there were two bands that I listened to that he really liked. One of them was uh, a band called Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, which is the greatest. Oh, my! I have a really good friend who fucking loves Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. They, this is a band that can like, play. Yeah, go like ahead. Like when they show up to play anywhere, my friend Matt will be there. <laughs> I like I like your friend Matt. These guys can turn uh, Me First and the Gimme 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 Gimmies can turn any song possible into a punk rock song. I mean, when you turn Mandy and Rocky Mountain High and that sort of thing into punk rock songs, right. you're doing something right. So my dad really liked them and he really liked the offspring. So that, you know, if, if my dad, when he was still alive, dug those bands, they must've been doing something right. They've always been one of like, you know, top five, top 10 of my favorite bands of all time. I absolutely love the offspring. Nice. Could do new, no wrong for a while. So they're my pick this week. Uh, before I give my 
picks for songs. I'll turn it to you. Any thoughts on these guys? If you want to get a group of college kids going, play get a job at the bar. I'll say along, proud along. It's 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 one of those things. And yeah, they're just you know pretty fly for a white guy. Um, I love the Weird Al Yankovic parody of pretty pretty fly for a rabbi, co-starring Fran Drescher of all people. Like, there's some great stuff. Yeah, they're just they're one of those bands that like got big and stayed solid. All, all the way through and they're still making music to this day like their website very very active i was i was checking it out while you were talking just to see kind of where are they now what's what's happening and it was afraid to go too far because i was worried it was one of those band or one of those um band pages where the music starts playing and like while you're looking at it i was like i, I don't want to i don't want to mess with dave's thunder so yeah, I can't argue with, you know, part of that pop punk renaissance that happened in the mid to late 90s, early 2000s and, and the bands that is that it spawned and moved forward like Weezer. Um, like, I would say that they influenced Blink-182. Oh, I would say that, they, you know, some like for, some, 40, some 41, some 41, like all those. Yeah. The Offspring had a big role in that. And, you know, they started in 92. So, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Remember. Or they asked, got they got bigger in ninety two. I asked for a thirteen and they drew a thirty one. Sucks, but anyway, um, my picks for songs for these guys. Like I said, one of them is off of the Conspiracy of One record, which is really, really a really solid album. Probably a little underrated because it comes in the wake of the three that came before that. But it's a song called Million Miles Away," which I think is one of the best songs off that record. The other one is off of Splinter, which is from two thousand three. And it's a song called Can't Get My Head Around You. And I, I think yep. th- those are two songs that I think you probably little, not quite as known as, say, you know, self-esteem, come out and play, gone away, that sort of thing. But they're equally excellent songs. They'll be on the record. Make sure you check them out. Check out all the offspring because they are one of the most solid bands that we, you know, that I've talked about on my end of the show this season. So there you go. Cool. Excellent. So there you have it, everyone. Okay, go from me, The Offspring from Dave. Two solid choices. Next week, you already know who we're talking about. I'm going Yacht Rock with my boys, Daryl Hall and John Oates. And Dave is going old school, playing, uh, giving you some tunes from one of the all-time greatest guitarists to ever live uh, with Van Halen. The real question is, will it be Sammy Hagar Van Halen? Will it be David Lee Roth, Van Halen? Which band breakup period will have influenced him the most? It, so many questions. Yeah, it won't be, won't be the singer from Extreme, although he was good, but um, probably not him. Nobody that that doesn't count. Like there, there it is. You are everybody knows you're in one of two Van Halen camps. You are either David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar. There's no in between. And if you like what's his name, then you just hate music. Anyway. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Musical Chairs Day. Before we get out of here, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the ChairShot Radio Network and how to find you on the socials? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G and on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. So funny aside, I texted my buddy who loves me first in the Gimme Gimme's. It was just like randomly referenced on, on, on the podcast today. Thought of you. The response? Going to see them in a couple of weeks, exclamation point. Awesome. So there you go. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's, still touring, season still three. playing tunes. Season and three. I told you, my buddy Matt 
right there front and center. You can find me, by the way, on the Chair Shot Radio Network every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Mondays, talking nerd stuff with Bandwagon Nerds. I hope everybody enjoyed episode 150. Uh, I know I did. Tuesdays, right here with Dave, talking hockey and music. One more episode of music before we get into the hockey season. And then on Wednesdays, I'm talking wrestling with Greg DeMarco. And basically right now, just Greg DeMarco. Maybe Miranda Morales has come back. I'm not sure. But that's on the Greg DeMarco show. Be sure to give it a listen. You'll hear us gripe about Tony Khan. That's basically our show the last few weeks is that Tony Khan is a piece of shit and terrible as a promoter and is successful in spite of himself. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Musical Chairs. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Can't wait to catch you next week on the season finale. This has been Musical Chairs on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. You're right. There's nothing more lovely. There's nothing more profound. Than the certainty, than the certainty that all of this will end. That all of this will end.
inside your soul there's a hole you don't want to see every single day what you say makes no sense to me even though i try i can't get my head around you credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2 0.